Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition and episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on YouTube. Right, exclusively right here on the Mojo YouTube channel. It is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci. It is A5. Anthony behind the glass here at Shop Studios in Matawan, New Jersey. Don't let New York City fool you behind us. It is a feel-good, just feel-good Friday. We just, you know, we don't have to yeah, put a good. sport in front of it. It's a feel-good Friday. We're feeling good today. We got it a lot to the, talk it about. It is the final weekend before pitchers and catchers report. We'll call oh, it that. The, I did see our friend and colleague over at Mojo, James Shiano, okay. in Port St. Lucie last night. Wait, you were, you were there? You saw him there? No, no, I saw him on the socials. On the socials, follow got him now. on. Got it now. So yeah, it's an internet so, thing. So it looks like that's uh, fun. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've always wanted to go to spring training. I've never got a chance to do Same it. I've always road. wanted to go to training camp in the NFL. I've been there twice. That's like, got to be cool. I, I want to do that so sick, bad, sick dude. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely a bucket list item for me. I started my childhood wanting to go to Tampa, and then kind of leaned towards all oh, this Packer thing. Is cool. The and I just and carried like on that. living my life. And now I'm. I still haven't been there, so it's still a bucket list item. I mean, yeah. It's so easy. It's Tampa. I got to get there next year. Yeah, next just a year. Two and a half hour flight. I've been saying next year for since I was like 18. So uh, Yeah, it looks like a fun time. So shout out to baseball. It's right there on the horizon. Um, very excited about that. Obviously, we got a lot to get into. Uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about a groundhog that emerged from his uh, from his hole. So we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers in a little bit. But first, we'll start with the NBA, the National Basketball Association. We got ourselves um, big performances last night. The slate picked up. I was excited to see everybody do their thing. Uh, Lori Marketing. Uh, does not lead the, uh, the night in points. Jason Tatum did with 42. Uh, but the reason why I bring up Laurie Markin is because he is up 2.6% just on last night's performance alone. Now, the key to a mojo market is it, it is the long game if you want to play that game and just kind of sit back, relax, and watch your stocks kind of either grow up and down, blah, blah, blah. But for the NBA, liquid props are the way to go. Um, just I to feel re- like just in general, the liquid props are the way to go. I love it. I mean, I mean, it's quick. For the short term, if we want to have fun in a night, yeah, right, Tuesday it's a prop night, bet. liquid prop. Yeah. But we're talking long term. That's what the whole mojo was in. Inse- you know, the inception of mojo is based on the long term career, career right. investment. And that's what I think is the coolest part about it. But while I'm playing the long term career investment, I'd like to supplement that with some liquid props. Yes. And right. the liquid props from yesterday that we were talking about. Now, this is. It's a little bit of an anomaly. I, I would say this probably won't happen again. You were accurate on a couple of them. I was. I missed on a couple. Um, all of the ones that we talked about. We talked about Clay Thompson and Anthony Davis of that game, Golden State and, and the Lakers. Which, by the way, I saw a tweet last night. Somebody said you better watch out. The Lakers are back, and I was like, Ugh, come on, man. They won one game. They're like, it's like everybody pumped the brakes on the Lakers right now. Um, but the the funny thing is, all the liquid props that we talked about yesterday. All went short under. You know, like so you're looking at it. We had Clay in that game. His over under was set at 24.2, and he scored 22. So you're probably on the edge of your seat waiting for one more bucket, and it did not hit. Um, John Morant of the other game we were talking about, Memphis and Philadelphia, which by the way was probably the game of the night. Uh 110, 105, 76ers win that game. But John Morant, I mean, it's not like I'm about to question his his stardom because he's just he's one of the best in the league. But Piggybacking off of uh, an all-star game, piggybacking off of a lengthy time off, he returns to the court last night, and you said it. 
that it might be a struggle because Memphis on the road isn't all that great. It's not that they're terrible on the road. They're terrible on the road against good teams. Philly is a really good team. Sure. Now that I think they've won five straight, maybe six. Okay. Um, and Mem like Memphis is still a good team, too. They're still a second seed in the West, but you're going to have to show that you could go on the road and beat good competition if you're going to want to win playoff series. And that's what this season's all about for Memphis. It, we're, we're getting to the postseason. You know they're going to be a top four seed in the West. Sure. Um, most likely. Let's see if they can win some series. Ja Morant said, oh, I'm fine in the West. The only team he's worried about is the Celtics. He I said mean, that? He did say that. This was before the deadline, but Ja Morant's not making any friends, and he's definitely making it a little harder on himself because Damn. the media, it's, it's about... <laughs> I mean, I do like Ja Morant. You're allowed to be confident in Yeah, no, like that. I know. I just, you don't want to poke but, the bear. But it's just one of those things where the media has been waiting. Ja Morant could have done no wrong. I was going to say, he was a very silent assassin. Up until this season. In the now NBA. The now like, just you like, got to win playoff series. You got you to do your thing there. Yeah, mm, We'll see. Not a Western Conference is really strong. They've gotten stronger since that comment. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, so, John Morant goes on there. He, now, the 2-11 in their last 13. There you go. That's math on a Friday here, folks. Um, but, yeah, so he was set at uh, oh, 26.4, and he only scored 15 points last night. So, not no bueno there. Uh, AD. Look, the Lakers might be back as a team, but AD and LeBron were both very cold from the floor last night. AD only scores 12 points. Joel Embiid, we talked about him, 32. I said, smash the over. Joel Embiid's going to get fed. He had himself a night, 27 points, but he was under. So it's like, just tread lightly. Be careful. Now, explain to me this. There's something new on Mojo that you had to explain to me what exactly what it was. And it's basically terminology. ESPN stinks, by the way. They always just play videos whenever they, they feel like it. Um, <laughs> I love ESPN, but like, stop with the auto plays. Um, so, yes, there was almost a, a new feature on Mojo where there was like an other bet. This looked like to me was an alternate line. Is that what yeah, it is? It has to be. Yeah. That's what it is. The over is 26, and then they're like, oh, also 36. And it's like, well, mm. yeah. It's an alternate line. So you can you can go heavy on those things as well. We'll call it the juice. We're going to juice it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I like that. Uh, we, ju we Hopefully you didn't juice anything with John Morant or any of these guys that went under because clearly they couldn't get to their other number two. Um, yeah, so those were the guys from last night. Now, look, the, the docket tonight is even just as good because, again, I'm looking at it and I'm like, hey, the Knicks are back. So the Knicks get to play some basketball tonight against Washington. Excited about that one. The games you want to pay attention to, which might hit your Mojo app today, is the Heat and the Bucks and the Thunder and the Suns. Um, those are two games you want to watch out for. The Suns, the new look Suns. Is I mean, Durant's not back yet, is he? I don't think so. No, no, it's going to be a little bit. Uh, but once he does get back, those Suns are going to they're going to heat. Oh man, I mean, that wrote itself. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Suns are going to heat up. Come on, man. Ah, God, Friday. Um, I don't know if Durant's back yet. No, I don't That's think so. That's actually a very good question because. I there was no real timetable on it, but now I have to check. Yeah. Uh, Durant scrimmages with Suns ruled out Friday. Okay. So there you go. So, so he's out. on the court, just not on the court. I know yet. he's close. He's very, obviously, if he's scrimmaging and he's doing his, his team practice and team drills, he's very close to coming back. So that is what I want to pay attention to going forward to see the new look Suns with Durant, see how that goes. Um, I mentioned it last night, not, not kind of piggybacking off of um, last night's games, but I did mention that I was interested to see the Dallas Mavericks do their thing. I know the Spurs are a stinky, stinky bunch, but bro, when you drop a buck forty-two in an NBA game, like that is just everybody's clicking on all cylinders. Luca goes for twenty-eight. Um, it's just like this new look, uh, new look Mavs team with Kyrie. They could be a problem, and they were waiting for that one extra piece, and they had it to an extent last year 
when it had um, Nick's point guard. Brunson. Brunson. Um, when they had Brunson, they looked like that was the the piece that they needed, but it wasn't. But then they bring in the star power in the name value overall. Kyrie Irving's over there. And look, you're looking at a, a box score from them. Kyrie Irving drops 23. Luka drops 28. Collective effort. 22 off the bench. Who the heck is that? My man, Tim Hardaway Jr. Love Tim Hardaway Jr. I think that the Dallas Mavericks uh, main issue is going to be their bench because they depleted it a lot to get Kyrie. It's true. They traded away I mean, the just, farm look, to get them. I don't think that they're a much better team than they were last year at this point. Kyrie is a better player than Brunson, but I don't know how much better, and I don't know if it's going to put them over that hump. So it's a nice little – it's it's fun to watch, that's for sure, but they're one and two. They beat up on the Spurs. I need to see – they have this stretch coming up where they could win some games, right? It's a – but it's then after that, it's all about the postseason. We're in the final twenty-five game stretch right now. Which Nobody is really nuts. cares. This season flew, it's man. about getting your your bearings and getting all this stuff in sync for the postseason. Dallas right now sits at thirty-two and twenty-nine. They're sitting there pretty at the six seed. They're a game ahead of the seven and a half game out of the five, and only a game out of the four. So they're right there in the thick of things. So it's just you know, pay attention. I've always been a Luca guy. I think that. He could do a lot on his own, but you add a Kyrie Irving, and I, I think they could be a contender. Uh, mm. And depending on what we're looking at as far as like seeding purposes, they might play the Suns in the first round. Maybe so it's like swept. Yeah, maybe not swept. Luke is good, too good for that, but I maybe, maybe. Um, over the weekend, just so you guys are aware, um, just give you guys a little preview ski here, a uh, little little spoiler alert. Go focus in on the Knicks and the Pelicans and the Celtics and the 76ers um, because those guys, those teams are going to be featured within the prop bets, the liquid props. So start doing your due diligence and your research now so you can make some money over the weekend and we can talk about it on Monday. All right. Switching gears over to mm. the National Football League. Um, there is a lot of news to get into, obviously. Um We'll save Rodgers for a second because I know there's a, a lengthy conversation that be had over there about Aaron Rodgers. But... I went on the Mojo app yesterday. I was exploring the app, and I, I like that little news button right in the middle of the app. It's right there. Sometimes you find us, our mugs all over that. Um, but I did see a little bit of a graphic that they made that pretty much let the Mojo market report or Mojo users all over the place the most shorted stock in the 2022 NFL season, and that was Zach Wilson. Now, if you go back... To one of our first couple Must shows, have been us at the, at the whole Met boy life saying, "Guys, get Zach Wilson I feel like now. He was like, go long, go, go long. This, this is multipliers, right?" And remember, he was hurt to begin the season, so he wasn't active yet. But we were figuring as soon as this dude gets on the field, he's going to light the scoreboard up. He's going to win some football games, and he's going to be the next so coming of Mahomes some or money. something. Everybody made some money on Zach, right? Short I made up. F ton of money on, on on Zach Wilson in the beginning of the season. However, we all saw how the season went played out. His people started shorting his stock very quickly. And now you're finding yourself in a situation where, like, will you ever go back in on Zach Wilson at this point? Especially a la they're bringing in a quarterback, right? But all signs point to them wanting to stick with Zach Wilson as the least a backup to learn from whoever they bring in, right? Mm-hmm. Are, where is your your forecast for a Zach Wilson? Does he stay there on the bench in New York and just kind of sit there and learn under whoever, or does he get co very complacent and say, "Look, man, I, if you if I can if I'm going to like succeed in this league, I got to be somewhere else." Like Zach Wilson, they're going to bring in a quarterback that's going to be a, probably a two year, three year deal, and they're going to have an option to deal with Zach Wilson at the end of this contract. 
Around the five, yeah, five years. But they're also talking to Derek Carr like they think he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he signs there. Great thing to say. I mean, I don't even know if I mean, Derek Carr believes that, but um, <laughs> David yeah, Carr Zach definitely w- believes that. He's Zach Wilson, big on his brother. Zach Wilson's days with the Jets are numbered. We'll just say that. And yeah. if if you're asking me who's going to be the most shorted player, I was the next just going to say piggybacking off of that. Who do you think is next year's Zach Wilson? Hype, 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 and then the fall from grace. Trey Lance. Wow. Yeah, but I don't think that Trey Lance is necessarily going to be a bad player. Or I'm just saying this: the writing is on the wall where it kind of looks like it could head in that direction, where he may end up getting a job that people don't think he deserves, and then people just start to short him based on Brock Purdy should be starting. I'm shorting this guy because he's starting over the guy I think should be starting. So I think that at least out of the gate, that's interesting. I mean, I'm trying to be creative here. No, so I, I, think it's I, I like it. I, yeah. I, I think that's outside the box. I would have never thought. If you gave me 100 guesses, I would have never said you'd say Trey Lance. Because you know my that I kind of like Trey You Lance. like Trey Lance, right? I, you got Trey Lance look, memorabilia all over the exa- well, studio. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a Trey Lance fan. I want him to prove me right. There's a little bit of a side thing going. One of our viewers, Hawaii Mike, will definitely message me about this. And I've got on record. You're going to ignore say, him? No, no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> I think he kind of understands my point at, th- at this juncture where it's saying, like, I gave a, a loose prediction that Trey Lance had a potential to win MVP going into last season based on the situation. And honestly, I think Brock Purdy's success kind of maybe proved me right in a sense where... Meaning if it was Trey Lance, he would have been not done even it, better? Not that he would have done even better, but I was looking at a long-shot MVP candidate plus 3,000, whatever the odds were, going into last season, and I was comparing it to a situation similar to the one Lamar was going into. Now, taking away the pedigree, taking away that Lamar was a a five-star recruit, Trey Lance wasn't. Taking away all that stuff, I'm just saying, NFL situation, year two, very good offensive line, very good coach, a system that they're going to, you know, build the offense around you. I felt like there was a chance that Trey Lance was going to succeed last year. He got hurt. Obviously, the rest is history. We got Brock Purdy. But I think the 49ers are that, like, okay, they're the one of the few teams in football where they're almost at a plug-and-play situation at quarterback. Mm. Interesting. Um, we're plug-and-play, a guy that could, you know, do the things that Trey Lance could do athletically. I think that that's a really good spot to be in. Anyway, Trey Lance, the most I went from potential MVP to, short, the, to biggest the most short? shorted player. Oh, so boy. I'm all over the place you with Trey Lance. You definitely found your way. And um, I will 100% be getting a text message or, or a DM about this, this, um, top, this segment. I'm going to I'm going to say just based off of looking and, and in my opinion I think that the quarterback position is the most fluid and the ups and the downs are going to come with the the rise and the falls and the starts and the benches and all that Zach. stuff. Dude, I, it he the might. show is called Feel Good Friday. Not get Dave riled up on a Friday I'm because you're that, I'm not saying that everyone's going to make money. I'm saying you know, Dak might be shorted a decent amount this might year. Doing he, might. he might. I might, you might. I'm not. I'm not short, Dak Prescott. You're out of your mind. Dave's gonna sit that one out. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna sit that one out. I'm not doing it. Um, if I'm looking at the most, this is not a play on words. <laughs> the biggest shorted stock of 2023 will be the shortest quarterback in the league. It's Kyler Murray. I think that once this dude gets back from injury, he's still gonna struggle. He's gonna have his struggles. DeAndre Hopkins more than likely will not be there as a, as a safety net. I think that. Go ahead. I'm just saying, I think Kyler Murray is the guy that his stock is there for a reason because of the hype, because of the promise, because of the draft status, because of all the stuff that he's done and the money he was just paid. 
Kyler Murray is the most shorted stock in 2023. He is Zach Wilson. See, next year. I, I think that there's. I wonder how the criteria is. Like, does it? If you get go long on him, it doesn't take away the fact that you're also shorted, right? So those are two separate entities. Right. Because I think that there's money to be made on Kyler before he comes back, right? Because it's gonna. But that's what I'm saying. So, so what's gonna happen is around August September when they're saying like Kyler's a month away, right? Like month, month and a half. People are gonna be like, oh. All right, and then you're gonna see a stock go. Did you see the news that Hopkins, right? It's gonna start getting up. Hopkins and then, maybe back now oh with the Cardinals, but you're realistically, my point. realistically, it's not. I don't think he's going to be because they're gonna want. They're gonna have to pay him. He wants an extension. That's a lot of moolah. And everything I'm hearing from other, I mean, I'm not talking to them personally, but what I've been reading from execs around the league is that they're not a big fan of this coaching hire, and it's just gonna get way. Bro, worse they hired a defensive coordinator to be their head coach when their offense struggled. Like that is to I, me that is personally, the dumbest thing you could have done. I don't think I would ever even consider hiring a defensive head coach. Not at even, this point. Not not even, in this league. Not even consider it. Now, and it's unfortunate Belichick's for really good defensive coordinators. All time, but I'm not doing it. Not the the importance on the quarterback position is way too high in the league right now, or or it just always has been. But you're not going to be. I'm not going to be the guy that's like, let's try Vic Fangio for the 14th time, or Dan Quinn, like. Wade Phillips. How many guys great have, coordinators? But, but I'm saying have, have failed as head coaches, but then went back and I mean, went we back to their niche. It. Look, it is what it is. Bill Belichick's defensive coach. Yeah. All right. So Are, the greatest, def- know, the greatest coach of all time, just so happens to be defensive coach. Allah also got to play with Tom Brady for his lengthy career. And guess what? Tom Brady's gone. Patriots look like junk well, right now compared to what they were doing with Brady. Nobody even likes well, Mac Jones true. at this point. Mac, not true. What were the Patriots and Brady and Belichick's final year together? Brady was regular. Very Brady regular. Just, you could tell he was mentally just. Uh, I'm out I don't of know this. that I'm Brady. Done. I don't know that Brady has that in him to, to mentally check out. You know, he played four more years. Explain after Explain this year then. <laughs> like he's just bored. Like I, I got one more year left of me, you guys. Brady, and they, then he they, sat on the beach. They said Brady is now. Taking a year off of the announcing thing too. He's yeah, so now out. Greg Olson, congratulations, stock up on Greg Olson who gets and to keep his job why? as the lead guy. Do you know why? Uh, he's uh, wants to go on vacay. Was, no, he's like dedicating a full year to get his family back. So all the memes, oh god, all the memes. We need oh god, oh god. First of all, Wait, family man. Over I, am, here. I am, I am. Don't get me wrong, I am, and I would fight tooth and nail for everybody that I love. Right, but it's like, uh, come on, it's the right thing to do. Sure it is. If that's, sure what he, it if is. that's what he wants to do, Tom Brady doesn't need the money. Let's be real. He's I'm well aware. But he just bought his underwear for two twenty. Don't you think? Don't you think the ship has sailed at this point? Um, they she gave him an option. I don't really know. He was like, I, I'm playing football. Yeah, and I don't know that Tom Brady's been the type to take no for an answer <laughs> or to like banging you know, on her door. Like, I'm persistent. It's not like open the it's door. not like she's being chased by a scrub. It's Tom. It's Tom effing Brady, Brady you know, after all. She, they, they live across the pond or the bay, we'll call it. It, it, is, a it is a bay. <laughs> we don't have to call it that. It is that. It is in fact that. Um all right. We got to talk about this just because it is national news. I, I even feel like <laughs> they're going to so. be. I think they're going to be put, reporting this on CNBC, Fox News, whoever else, CNN, ESPN, NFL Network. Everybody is captivated over the emergence of the groundhog known as Aaron Rodgers. He has come out of his his uh, bat cave. All right, or, or a hop was a hoblet, hobbit like no. structure, hobbit like structure, according to Adam Schwartz. Adam Schwartz is Adam Schefter, who come, comes out and says he came out of a hobbit. <laughs> I can't do it on a straight face. How 
How with, is he? Is that a, is that a uh, you know you know what? Rogers just called me shit. Sorry, <laughs> Rogers called me out. F you, Rogers. I'm going in. I'm saying you're a hobbit. Like I mean, at this point, I think there it's was just, no reason to describe it as that. Zero. Other than the fact that he felt in this insulted. equation that that resembles a hobbit, I would say it's Schefter. <laughs> Right, so probably yeah. He's like, oh, I, I takes one to no one, chef. But <laughs> he came out of my house. <laughs> let's just be let's just be clear, right? I watched the McAfee show. I watched that sure. interview. Rogers wasn't like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to go into the dark and then decide when I'm in there. And the reason why I'm going is because I need to decide. Could he have worded it differently? Could he have just said, no, no, you know no, what? I'm going to no, go no, on vacation, no. guys. Bro, bro, turn the world honestly, off. He could have. He could have. He definitely could have. But I think there's a little bit of gamesmanship here, and hey, he's having fun with it. Mm. It does not matter. It has not mattered. He's He was doing ayahuasca two years ago. Nobody heard about it until after, and he said it on the McAfee show. At this point, I think he's he's pulling the strings a little bit. Did he go in the darkness? Yeah, he did. Did he decide his NFL I was future? Born in the I darkness. have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But he didn't go there for that reason. He went there for a litany of reasons, and that's just one of them. He is a football player. He has a decision to make, so why not go do what you want to do in the offseason? There's other guys that are hanging around uh, in Wyoming. Sure are. Hunting. Why not? He's going to Oregon <laughs> in a hobbit-like structure. Did he think he did the Oregon Trail, too? No, right? Could have. Um, but he did. If he did, missed then opportunity. He, then he would That's have lost his old heads out there. Brother to a snake bite and his like <laughs> hay fever, malaria, all these crazy things out on the Oregon Trail. Oh, right. First of all, can we talk about what what traumatic experiences you had to experience in second grade in Miss Buggy's computer class? Yes, when, dude. Like, I lost my entire family on the way to the or Oregon, like on the way to in pursuit of gold. It's like I got attacked. We got attacked by a wild pack of Indians. Bro, bro. Like, what? 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 <laughs> What? The Dad was bit by a snake. The best part was when you went and did He's this. He's too young to oh, even understand Anthony what we're has talking no about. idea what we're talking about. And I feel bad for anybody who didn't get to play the Oregon Trail. But the best thing was how trees. disappointed I got was like, ah, I just I went hunting and I killed a squirrel. All right, but you're like, you're out there like, I need the bison now. <laughs> I need to feed my family. And everybody's just dying left and right. This guy sprains his ankle left on the train tracks. You know? Like, are you a banker? What a game. Or are you a what farmer? A because if you're a banker, you're going to struggle out there on the trail, bro. But if you're a farmer, you might be a little broke. You know? So it's like, you want to barter or do you want to grow your own food? <laughs> what a How are we going to work game. this out? Did you, all right, true, true, like, yes or no? Did you ever win? Did you ever beat the Oregon Trail? Oh, is this going to be like, oh, I beat it like 17 times? Yes. Have so I you, ever made it to, to I struck gold, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Stake my land and all, right? Great game, great game. Anyway, so Rogers is back. His decision will come in the in the next coming days. You would assume, or whatever, he can take as long as he wants. However, if you're the New York Jets, you're like, hey man, uh, can you uh, speed up the process a little bit? Because I mean, we're we're struggling over here, and we want either Derek Carr as our guy, right, or just we go with Aaron Rodgers now. I did uh, hear something on the way in that there was a radio host last night overnight, or right, actually not overnight, like the the show before the morning show, um, said that the Jets should go for Derek Carr because if you're because uh, Aaron Rodgers won't win you a Super Bowl in two years, so you might as well get the longer term and work on it for five. And I think that's a dumb dumb take because I, I'm looking at it like well. I mean, why would you want to wait five years? Like, and that's something that Geo of WFAN said this morning. Why am I waiting? Why, if first of all, nobody is going to make your team wait, closer so to a was Super this Bowl. A, this had to have been a call in or something. No, it was a host. 
<laughs> New York Sports Radio, ladies and gentlemen. No, I understand. Like Derek Carr might give you a good opportunity to win long term. I mean, this year, this year too. Like I think sure, Rogers fine. gives you a better one, but not having to give up the capital that it's going to take to acquire Rogers. I now, think that's where that's the, another that's, thing. That, that's all they should be talking. Ready for about. this not, though? Who, I'm hearing. I'm Rogers hearing that the compensation won't be as dramatic as what people have said. Because if he goes back to the Packers and he says, hey, Guten Goose, listen, I want to go play for the Jets. I, I think it's going to be good. My buddy Nate Hackett's over there. I want to play for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Apparently, according to Boomer Esiason, who I was listening, he thinks that the compensation isn't going to be the big thing. It's going to be the restructured deal. So like, even if you were to get a, a first or two twos or whatever, it's the it's the That's money fine. that he has to renegotiate. That's fine, but because he's making sixty million this year. Yeah, but but that would have to be a a, a backdoor deal where they're like, hey, you know, we're gonna take less. You go to work, pick your destination, we'll work it out, but you have to restructure so it alleviates all this BS cap that we're dealing with right now. But that has to happen soon. Yes, very soon. Otherwise, there has to be a player. The The reason why the Packers are in a tough spot in that sense is because Rodgers could just retire. He could pull the Gronk. I was like, I don't know why you're trading me to the Lions. I'm retired, right? <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Good so times. if he retires, then what? Then you then there's everything is off and the Packers have to pay him fifty million and seventy million against their cap. I don't know. It's probably already paid. Um, That's the reason why the restructure isn't really even realistic either. So I think Boomer might just. I'm not, talking about the Jets restructure. You have to. No, they I know. Have to I know. I know. But how do you restructure money that's already been paid? You're talking about the dead cap money that would hit the Packers. Yeah. So like, what's the point of a restructure for Green Bay? They've already owned that money regardless. That's not true. So Boomer, I think, is kind of speaking out of pocket a little bit. Because I feel like I know this situation a little better than he does. I think Boomer, as I just said, doesn't understand that the money's already paid, so the restructure is not realistically on the table. There would be a restructure on the table in terms of him staying with Green Bay, but it wouldn't even alleviate all that much. It would be like a couple million. So you're telling me this is all in like guarantees and stuff? Is that where we're at? When in that contract? They, they really put themselves in a bad spot to appease me last offseason. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. All right. Yeah. And that's the that's the nature of the sport. When the player has all the leverage like that, and they actually succeed, this is why teams play hardball. So here's the thing. Ready Cautionary for this? Cautionary tale. So crazy how they structured this deal. Right. I'm looking I mean, at don't, it. Don't 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 say crazy because you're in the exact same spot in the next two years, but almost worse because no, I feel no, like no, that's no, no, no. Worse and this is my this is my rebuttal to that. Guaranteed salary. For 24, 25, and 26 is zero dollars. Yeah, because it's already paid. The other bonus is equivalent to about 91 million dollars. That's insane. Yeah, but do you know what Dak's signing bonus is this year and next? Oh, his his cap is ridiculous. But what I will say is it's it's not it's not this. It's not it's not what I'm looking at right here. Like where all of a sudden, like look, no, here so so Dak's Ca- uh, guaranteed salary, okay, in 2023, this year is 31. His cap number is 49. It sucks, right? The following year, his guaranteed salary is zero, and 25 and 26 is void. His other bonus, there's only a $5 million bonus left on his deal. So, like, all the guarantees you're talking about, the cap number, if, if stayed upon, would be ridiculous. But, like, I, it's a totally different contract. It's a different contract, but at the end of the day, the Cowboys are going to be – 130 million dollars against their cap 
over a two-year stretch, either now or in two years down the line, or if, or it'll get worse if, if they, they keep him around. That's yeah. why I think they need to extend them. If Dak Prescott is but your you guy, you got to extend them. If there's an extension, 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 they're just creating this exact same situation that the Packers have with Rodgers, but with worse money because it's going to be after way worse contracts are signed in about four years, and mm. Dak's going to be a worse player, and no offense. Worse than he is now and probably worse than Rodgers was at the talking time. talking about someone into his prime. <laughs> Fair. Super but Bowl. four years from now, <laughs> it could be past his prime. You know how that goes. Yes, I, I'm well you aware. Um, so it's a tough spot. But it is interesting. It's the nature of the sport. That's why when I'm going to point the finger, when you – if Lamar gets paid, you can't be like, oh, what is he – that's just what it Did is. You see now how far is. apart they are. Yeah, but it's ridiculous. But someone's going to give it to him. If not, it like whatever he gets is going to be massive. I'll die on the hill. I'll that, say Deshaun Watson's contract is the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But that's I'll die on the hill to say that a quarterback of Lamar's stature and play style will never warrant a fully guaranteed contract. Never. I agree. So that's why, and but, if he's out there still thinking he's going to get that, he's fact that absolutely even, wrong. The fact that we're even talking about the fact that, or, or the the idea that anybody doesn't deserve a guaranteed contract in the NFL, they all do. Correct, but when it's not when but it's not talking about when it, it's not the, the norm of the of the right when it's not the, the norm. Yeah. Like in baseball, you're not talking about this stuff. So it's, it's fully guaranteed money, so who cares, right? You're getting paid. There's guys out there still getting paid who haven't played in. 25 years. There's so Bobby many things Bonilla. going on with the yeah. NFL right now that it's just concerning. Do you think about that ever future? becomes a thing before we get out of here? Do you think that the NFL turns to guaranteed money? All well, of it? Absolutely not, because there's like a coalition of owners that are forming a like an association that is. It's called the CBA. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just, It'll never get past it. The CBA, no. The CBA is, is what happens. It's a collective bargaining agreement. They have to come up with one. It's like. But I'm what, saying, what ends the up union happening is the you players. have the, owner, the owners against the players. The owners are teaming up. A group of owners are teaming up, and they're like against other owners that aren't in line with making as much money as possible and screwing over the players. There's a Deadspin article. I don't really get behind much of what Deadspin does because I feel like what they do is just try to drum up controversy. Sure. But where there's smoke, there's fire. And when you're talking about people like the NFL owners who are the elites, and I'm not getting deep into what, what I think about society as a whole i'm talking about the <laughs> nfl about owners deep, and, and cut us and off how, right now cut us mic how, off how if it's not abundantly clear at this point how greedy these guys are oh yeah um and then there's a faction of them that are uh take on a like almost a mark cuban like approach where they're like this is just fun i like i love football it's financial obviously i love but, mark cuban but you know there's other elements here it's like i don't need to be making a ton of money here if i'm making some and we're we're, we're all making money um they're they're basically going up against those guys too, and they're trying to split the the ownership, owners. So it could be a good thing in in the long run for the players if they can't get owners on board. Mm. But you know how the Jerry Jones of the world go. If Jerry's like, I have no idea. There's a very good <laughs> chance that Jerry Jones is leading the charge <laughs> of these this yeah, owners man, coalition we're talking it, about. It could be. Anyway, we're gonna get into. Alan Lazard's market, but we're going to save that for next week because I know that he came out and said, I, you know, he's going to be a little bit of bougie when selecting his next place because of the fact he was so spoiled in Green Bay. And why are you spoiled? Because you get to play with Aaron Rodgers. So you got to go pick a good team, Alan. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. We'll, we'll dive into that next week. Monday, programming alert, programming alert. It's just me. You just got me on Monday. So I will be joining you guys back here on Monday morning. Chris will be uh, on the slopes. 
Uh, you're going on a little bit of vacation ski. It seems like everybody's on vacation. Shiano's in uh, Port St. Lucie. Then you got Sam. She's on some island somewhere over there at I've Mojo. Everybody's leaving I've me. I've gone snowboarding three times. I've ended up in the ER tw- two times. Oh, so no, man. There so, is a right, chance so that great. I will be here on Tuesday, and there's a chance that I'll be in the... Uh, there's a chance that I'll be doing the show by myself the, for the whole week because po- <laughs> he's in a full some, body cast and he can't do anything. In the Poconos. Horrible. Anthony, you ready for your on-screen debut, bro? You ready? <laughs> You ready to get in here? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another show. Please follow us right now on the social media right now, and that's the Instagram, Twitter, and the TikTok, uh, at Mojo, M-O-J-O. Very easy to find us. Also, follow along all weekend long with all your best plays over there on the Discord. It's a daily conversation to be had. Join the Discord now. Do not miss out on an opportunity. Follow um, us all over mojo.com uh plenty of content there and of course download the app none of this stuff is possible without the app right now available on your apple store and your google play store i'll never the get website that right is coming though i was told what yeah little birdie told me that the the mojo website is being built mojo has a website already. yeah but like the Oh, 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 okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. So a little bit of action over there. All right, I totally understand what you're talking about. Uh, at first, I'm like, well, there's no, definitely, definitely Mojo.com. Like I don't know what you're talking about. Investing in things like that. Beautiful. Love it, love it, love it. All right, so for Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, A5, Anthony Behind the Glass, we hope you guys enjoyed another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Enjoy your weekend. Get in on those prop bets, uh, the liquid prop bets with the NBA, and we'll talk all this stuff on Monday. Have a good weekend, everybody.